0: Your boy King Loaf. Hey, this is Pacifier, and you're listening to Gag Order Radio. Hey, Shout outs to Gag Order Radio. You're listening to tomorrow's bad CTO in Boston. Finish your boys' planet sticks in the mix, holding it down with the Gag Order Radio Show. This is Gag Order Radio.
1: Everyone, we are live. It is the Gag Order Radio Show here on the Gag Order Network. Uh, the number in studio is eight five seven three six six five four four four. You can also text us by uh, going to eight five seven four four five zero four two four on your phones. Um, let us know um, if you have uh, any comments, concerns, or whatever with the direction of this show, because we are. We are going to be trying something new today. Today we're going to have an inspirational artist on. Something that we try to do from time to time. Uh, We try to have inspirational individuals on that are doing things... um, uh, That are doing things some can say are incredible in their life um, by... Excuse me. I'm sorry. I I just had Chinese food, so I've been trying to, like, fight that burp for a while. All right. I'm good. Cool. <laughs> I'm good. I just wanted to do it, see if I could be professional, but it's Don't not fight professional it, it when you tell people that it's going to happen. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of how that goes. All right. Yeah, so we're going to have 7T on. He is a gospel rapper from California. Uh, He is doing big things, and he's just doing it kind of on his own right now. He has a team behind him, but he's actually putting his foot forward, kind of putting his uh, belief where his mouth is and his heart is, and he's pushing forward more with the ministry, and the music happens to follow, but uh, it's going to be a great interview. Uh, Also, we were going to have um, some other artists on, but uh, faux pas on my behalf. We can't have them on, and I'm sorry. But uh, International Show from Boston. Uh, is somebody I wanted to shout out really quick. Okay. Uh, I was going to have you on. I know you did your your album release recently. You had a party, kind of, and I did say I would have you on, and I kind of dropped the ball on that. So I'm shouting you out regardless. Um, Yeah, it's my bad. My bad, bro. Uh, but 7T is an artist from California who is going to enlighten us with his words and inspire us with his music. So I look forward to that segment of the show. But uh, before then, let's see how we can make everyone feel like crap. Ah, uh, Donald Trump is still president.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't uh, yeah. make you feel like crap. I don't know what will.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, want we'll also sh- uh, really quick say a shout out to some of the fans that we have in our other medias uh, that we're using. And LS Brandon is going crazy. Uh, I want to say shout out to LS Brandon, young kid, um, who has a really good heart. He's a young kid that's trying. So, I want to say shout out to you kid, keep doing what you're doing. But uh yeah, uh Donald Trump is still president. He is a uh, he's not just pre- you know what he is? He's basically the kid that nobody thought would make it, that did make it, and now they're like why why, why are we why are we still accepting this? Why is he still in charge? <laughs> because he is uh It's kind of
2: like a watch, my, watch what I can do situation.
1: Yeah, it's watch what I can mess up. You're friends with those people over there? Watch how quickly I ruin it. I actually came up with a theory today. A uh, very, very sound theory um, as to one, how this is still happening and two, what's really going on. The first thing is the reason why this happened, the reason why, like, why we accepted it and he's uh, in office and so on is because we've accepted the the world that exists with reality shows. Oh, we accepted reality shows as actually what happens? Yeah, and so in reality shows, we're used to him being made fun of. We're used to him always having a flopped-over wig, being the butt of all jokes, but he's always been in power, and everyone kind of runs with that. Okay. So, with that being said, he's in power, still being made fun of by everyone, ad nauseum. Not everybody. There are some people that his actually is, uh, his that actually like where what he's doing. Yeah, but they're... Those are morons, the ones that are just, like, voters. No, they're idiots because they see that he's screwing them over, and now it's just in spite of themselves. They are just saying that they agree because they're realizing they're being screwed over. A lot of them, middle America that voted for him, he's pulling money from things that would help them out and their health care and their farming and their housing, and they're like, okay, yeah, we screwed up. But if we stick with it, maybe it gets better. It's just not.
2: No, no, there are still some people out there that still have hope and that still think that things will be better.
1: Yeah, it's not. Um, so it's not. It's just not. <laughs> like it's really not. Um, again, I was a I was a registered Republican for a long time, and I'm just like, nah, it's not. If anything
2: that he's done in the last month should be a good signal, uh, then I don't know what's gonna how happen about, in the next two years. Yeah,
1: how about to Russia? Like, how about everybody that uh? You know, all the Russian supporters that he had, he's suddenly turning on them like, I don't like you guys anymore. And why are you spying on us? It's like, wait a second, guys. Like, you're starting a fight with everyone. He basically is starting. He's making America one huge target. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. Here's what I need countries to understand. That's – you clearly see nobody – like, he's a, a t- lot of us. He's a 10-year-old. Yeah, all right? a th- lot of us don't like the guy. So you can't go bombing us. <laughs> for what he's saying? For what he's – because we, <laughs> we don't even agree. Russia, you helped him. We didn't want him. You helped him. Hillary, we in office. She wouldn't – like, she would be like, hey, here's some codes to get rid of those guys offshore. Like, you're full on – you can assault whatever. Like, get rid of these guys that are offshore. S- spy subs near Connecticut. What?
2: What I find hilarious is that uh, in the last month, there's been so much controversy. There's been so much going on. There's been people getting hired and fired. And there's so much going on with his cabinet members and everybody around him. That should be a good signal letting you know that, oh, yeah, maybe he actually does not know what he's doing.
1: Maybe. That's an understatement. The, The reality is the guy is he's broken.
2: He's, he's more. He's more than broken. Actually, I just realized today he is the oldest president we've ever had. He's seventy years old, and they're actually thinking from now on to test incoming presidents for psychological disorders.
1: Well, they cause they cause they just backtrack and go. Well, you're not fully you're you're president, but it's kind of like this is like a new relationship, and we don't really like how it's going. Unfortunately, we're stuck. No, no, we were still on Tinder. We were still on <laughs> Tinder. We like, swiped left. <laughs> we we didn't commit fully to, to disabling our Tinder and Zusk accounts yet. We're still on, so could we test him now? I mean, he didn't come back and let us know he didn't have STDs or STBs, like sexually transmitted dumbness. <laughs> like I, like he, I, we we need, to, like we need to handle this. This this needs to be look. Taken unfortunately, care. we're kind of stuck with him. Well, it- I also feel like that's not the truth. I feel like listen, I feel like he started the campaign going. I'm going to do this because it'll be good for my career regardless.
2: No, it's more to prove to myself or to other
1: people around me that I can do it. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, look at what I can do. He pulled the steward. Look what I can do. And he did. Well, it. Hold my beer kind of situation. Yeah. And he's got it. So cool. You made it and, it and it worked out. But, but I think what he's realizing is, holy crap. I don't want this job. He doesn't, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm actually doing. So he's just going, he goes, meh, I'm pissing off England. Meh, meh. Nothing. Okay. Fine. I don't really know black people. Ma? <laughs> no. Nothing. All right. Russia. I don't like you guys anymore. They have a spy ship over by Connecticut. man Guys, mess. don't mess with the Guys. Got no. Nothing. All right. Fine. Now I'm gonna try to ruin what's going on in France. How about that? Catch me outside. No. How about uh, that wall? Huh? Oh wait, I can't build it. Says who? Says everybody. Oh okay. Oh, never mind. Yeah. How about that? The wall. No. Huh? Meh? Uh, uh, no. No. Okay. Guys. I'm trying to get kicked out of here. Like what do I need to do? And it feels like everyone around him goes, No, no, we know you're you're trying. We're going to blame the end of the world on you. That's what we're doing.
2: That or we're gonna blame the blame the liberals on you.
1: Yeah, we're just I think it's more the end of the world. They're going, look, you're definitely getting blamed for everything that's happening. Yep. You're it's just how it's gonna go.
2: I was actually thinking about this earlier today. Now when he's um it, when he's done being president, right? Do you think that his properties and that his wealth is going to become
1: less or more than it was before? More because he's setting up all of his properties so he can buy back. Right. He has every single thing that he like wanted is working out for him. He has it where uh, he doesn't have to worry about the EPA, which is one of his biggest, biggest. Biggest naysayers because they were always catching him for violations.
2: He basically it, got the, uh, what was it, his friend or the person that was against the EPA to head the AP, APA?
1: Yeah. He goes, Oh, you guys care about the environment? I care about greens in my pocket. Yep. So true. I need to get rid of the EPA by putting my friend in charge of the EPA. Now it's, it's just, it's sad. It's sad. It's terrible. We're not going to have basically. An environment pretty soon. He's like all the people that used to use hairspray in the seventies. Just use it now. It's totally fine. The ozone layer. No one needs that. We have. I remember him. T zone. uh, Oh,
2: speaking of the ozone layer, I remember him saying something. What it was at one of the press conferences. Basically he said, So you're telling me that if I spray uh hairspray in my apartment, which is a sealed room, how is it gonna damage uh the ozone layer if I'm in my apartment that's a sealed area?
1: Wait, dude, you wait, no. He didn't say that. I you look it up. He At that
2: point you listen. He, he also made the mo- the motion with
1: his hands of the square. At he, that point, you should have been like Donald, go home.
2: <laughs> Donald
1: Donnie, Don just no, no, get on the bus. Go home, in a sealed room. Do you, I would say, are you breathing in that seal? Well, yeah, I got oxygen. Where do you get the oxygen from? Look, from I, the rest of the, from that, from outside, Don, Donald. That, that, no, go that's all me. I'm saying. Donald, go with me. Where, where does the, do you buy tanks? No, no, <laughs> you don't. So where does the oxygen? Well, from the trees. The trees are, are they inside or outside? <laughs> so if the oxygen is coming into your oxygen, listen, just like you can go in and out of a door oxygen can go no no but it. if i spray hairspray inside my apartment then my apartment's a sealed area though
2: so the the, the bad uh, the the harmful stuff in the hairspray can't i think go i would have drowned
1: them on national <laughs> tv i would have been like listen go bobbing for apples and just drown them like all right guys i'm sorry i have to t- i have to take the hit that's what's gonna happen i have to take the hit for myself because i'm gonna save the world By ending a psychopath. He's just, he's ruining everything for young kids nowadays too, which I kind of feel bad for. I know eventually I'm going to have kids, but I'm thinking honestly, I may have kids on the moon. Like, just, I've got to get away because the person he put in charge of education is an imbecile. Is actually dumb. Not kind of, not pseudo. No, is actually
2: factually dumb. She's never been to public schools. Her family has never attended public schools. Um, she post on her first day of the job. She posted a, a picture of herself in the office saying, I'm ready for this. Let's do it. Now, where are the pencils? And there has been s- all the comments saying, like, you do know that teachers buy- have to buy their own pencils.
1: Exactly. Like, you're, you're supposed to. Here's the thing. The, 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 the biggest thing that makes me really, really mad, right? Everybody's an idiot. Yeah. Um is the fact that she's in charge of the Detroit
2: school system. Oh jeez. She and nobody knows what the hell's going on. (laughs)
1: Listen again. She's in charge. She's single handedly responsible for Detroit. (laughs) Do you understand? If it was up to you, you should make a parking lot. look at me, yes, I've said that and I I mean it because there's just bad influences are bad influences. They make they give everybody a bad name. Like I, I, don't like the whole broad sweep of everything. Um, I would have a very targeted attack. Um, uh, but when it, again, solely responsible for the Detroit school system. Yep. How's that going? It's not. Not gonna college. Go, it's not going to go anywhere. Detroit school system, like the the middle school and high school system, the highest pregnancy rate across races, okay? Wait, Detroit has the highest pregnancy rate? Oh, my, aside from I, like, I just I Aside from warm climate areas? Yes. <laughs> like they listen. Yes. Um people are saying they hate their school system. Um No, Detroit's worse. Detroit is horrendous cuz their school system is basically uh your your whatever 101. It's humanities 101. It's survival. How to duck bullets. Like, that's Detroit. Chicago has that same kind of issue right now, where they have people that are using Facebook Live and don't make it through the full session. Like, they had oh. that kid that just died, the the 16-year-old who was using Facebook Live in the car with his family. They got shot at. Little kid dies, he dies, and everybody else ran. Oh, yeah, on Facebook Live. That's, that's Chicago. Detroit matches that. This woman is responsible for that. She's in charge of everything. Like, that's... That is where we're at right now. Yep. That is where we're at. We're not even gonna get T three calculators. She's gonna go to CVS and say, <laughs> "You guys got to get all these calculators. Those other numbers are just not needed. That core mass system crap they've been pushing. Oh yeah. Where it's like, look at all the numbers down the middle. All that crap. Oh, oh, we're we're so screwed. Like the future kids, if you're smart, go on YouTube, children. Go on YouTube. You know what? Shout out, shout out and I know again we are gonna have a gospel rapper on later on. Shout out to Pornhub. <sighs> did you not see what Pornhub did recently? Uh, no, I did not. Pornhub and listen, this is this is gonna sound really ridiculous, but um, Pornhub made a sex ed site. Really? They're like, look, we know you kids are looking at porn, so let's circumvent that. By making it educational. <laughs> I didn't know they did that. Oh, yeah. They were like, listen, enough of that. Enough of kids just running around in the world being weird. We're going to make it so you kids at least have smarts. And, they're, and they run a, a legitimate, not a like uh, um, a satirical site. It's a legitimate. It's not parody. It's a real Pornhub Ed site. Oh, yeah. Huh. You ask questions, and they give you answers. Like, <laughs> that's just how it works. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because they were like, look, we know you kids are just – you're giving yourself an education in this, and you're not doing it right. So they feel as though it's their moral and ethical responsibility to help, and they're taking it on themselves because they know like, we have an open site that a lot of people access. It is what it is. They are, like, the top three
2: po- a website, yeah.
1: So they're like, hey, look, if we hold this much power, let's do something responsible with it, and I agree, and and so – that's, you know what, kids? Find your education online. Yeah,
2: the uh, topics uh, ranging from basic anatomy, sexually transmitted diseases, as well as basic reproductive
1: health. So, wow. Yeah. It's pretty good. So, again, like I said, you'll get your education online more than you will from any school system where this one is. Unfortunately, uh,
2: public education can only get you so far. Or I mean, no far. Coming from a. a per- I've went to public school, so, you know. They, they, they help, but not as much as they, they'd want to.
1: Yeah, very true. Not as much as they'd want to, but, um, it's just. It's not their fault, though. They don't have it's the resources. It's not their fault. Somebody said they help with video games. Yeah, it, they you know, even there, there are video games that are meant to help out. There are video games that are meant yeah, to help out. They, are. they work on hand eye coordination. They work on actual, uh, synaptic responses. There's a lot of things that you can do with video games alone. You'll learn more in GTA than you'll learn from this woman. <laughs> that you know what? That's sad truth. Like that is where we are. How did we get to this point? Oh right, reality TV. Because you accepted it, and you accepted the fact that there's so many train wrecks on TV, and that's where you get your entertainment. And because these people are just so bad, you let it happen. Or it's fun to hate Kanye and Kim. It's fun to hate all the Kardashians. It's fun to to watch, you know, this whatever house is Big Brother or whoever's Biggest Loser and whatever. Like it's it's fun to watch all these shows, and so you're used to watching The Apprentice, and this just feels like a really long-winded version of The Apprentice, but because of your complacency and comfortability and just inability to see celebrity over actuality, we're stuck with this moron. Who knows very well that he's a moron?
2: Um, I'm,
1: He's arrogant. I'm not sure that he knows no, it, though. He's arrogant. Yes, but he's I'm not a, sure he he's, knows it. He, and everyone says he's a brilliant businessman. Being – look, I could, I'm, I'm, I'm broke. I, th- to be a brilliant businessman means you have to be broke a bunch of times, owe the government a bunch of stuff, and get out of it. Yeah, I can do that. Pretty much. Let me figure that out. You know what? Let's run up massive bills and file bankruptcy. We'll be considered brilliant businessmen. <laughs> That's what he did. Yeah? He filed bankruptcy a bunch of times. He filed, I can't pay you backs.
2: Um, the Mexican president, I believe it was him. He actually called uh, Donald Trump and he, he said he's not a businessman. He's a con artist and a scammer, which is, I believe, a bit more accurate description. But So uh, people praise him for being a businessman, for being able for billions of dollars or whatever it is.
1: Most of that money is not even his. Yeah, none of it's his. It all belongs to the bank or some country that he promised something to. Donald Trump is a, a patsy for something. He's you know what at this point? At this point, I would believe it if somebody said it, he's actually the front of aliens hey, coming in. He's lizard invade. people. Like he is the lizard people. you know what? Those I'm I am gonna push nothing but lizard people YouTube videos from here on out. That is it. Cause it has to, listen, somehow he he's in power. So it it has to it has to make sense. That's funny. He's a lizard person. And as a lizard person, he tried to, to take over the world. And he's getting there. He's getting there. Exactly. It's Not only is he getting there, he's destroying everything on the way. How do you mess with countries that had your back? They cheated for you. It's like you had somebody help you on a test. They cheated for you on a test and you snitched. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah,
2: that's pretty much exactly what you did. Then
1: you go, I don't know how that information got out there. There's leaks. Didn't you just said the media is fake? So now it's real, but it's fake, but it's not, but it's real. It's, ah. I mean, that is kind of the
2: first step in taking over a group of people is is saying that all information that you get is not real and that it's false. Only uh, listen to me and what I say because I speak the truth. But
1: his truth is, yes, no. Maybe
2: so, right? But that's you. That's the first step of taking over a group of people is to cut off communications with the truth and with facts. Yeah, and that's I'm, what he's
1: doing, and that's what I'm looking at. Like, how do I get out of here? Um, I'm but the good at- thing
2: right now is that we have power, of free press. We have the internet. So the power, actually, free press to there, a degree. There is actually no way of him stopping the truth from getting out there.
1: It's just like you know, people in Egypt realized when they when all of the people that were. Uh, considered radicals at the time just a younger um demographic that was fighting for their freedoms got on twitter and twitter became this thing and exactly then, and again, that's,
2: that's why he hates the media because the media is reporting on everything that he does wrong
1: yeah and he's like come on guys we're about the stuff i did right you didn't when? do anything right we're no, no when, when <laughs> exactly. we're waiting
2: exactly and they're, they're like okay well give us the facts and he's like uh, i don't have any and then that's why he gets mad
1: yeah, and everyone's like, well, he's bringing troops home. That's great. It wasn't like President Obama was like, ah, oh, F the troops, leave them there. Yeah. He was like, I'm finding a way to bring them home where, one, we don't pull out and completely have had all the losses amount to nothing. Right. We okay. want to bring them home to jobs. We don't want to just have a – because what ends up happening is when you get an influx of people – You uh, get and, a lot more homeless. Exactly. Yep. And you get a lot more domestic abuse charges because they have nowhere to go, so anger builds up. Yep. And if they're in a relationship or have families, God forbid, but unfortunately, a lot of times, the family becomes the victim. Yep.
2: yep that's very true. Um, He also hasn't released his tax return yet.
1: He's not going to release his no. tax return. And oh, because tax, of that, I'm sorry, his taxes. And, 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 because, and because of that, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> I'm not gonna file taxes this year. I'm just not gonna listen until Trump files taxes. I'm not filing taxes. Does that work? Is that uh, what are you doing? I'm supporting our president. <laughs> I, uh, That's actually pretty smart. Why not? Well, what are you doing? I'm I'm following our leader. <laughs> Commander in chief doesn't do it. I don't do it. What? <laughs> like I don't know what I don't know what else to tell you. That's how it's gonna be. Because he's he hasn't filed taxes. He probably owes everything he's making. And also he doesn't want to release the taxes because it will prove that
2: he's done uh, many many illegal things and has yeah, dealt with other that. companies and other, well no everybody might know it but there's no way to actually prove it. It's like the mob
1: he, yeah, he's just he's exactly organized crime. He's just he's like the leader of the mob. Everyone looks at him and goes, "Hey, you know, Fat Tony did X, Y, Z, right?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we know. Can't prove it though. Yeah, that's exa- it, pretty much. Yeah, everybody exactly. that can prove it's at the bottom of a lake. That's exactly what happened. Or fired. Or fired. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> and then you're gonna go at the bottom of the lake. You're gonna take a swim with the fishes. Some concrete boots. Yeah, that's a terrible mob accent, but it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> I just I think it's I think. We are just in trouble, and that's why the Netherlands looks great. Although they're having their own Brexit and racial uprising issues, it's it sucks to be me because honestly, like anywhere you go, black has trouble. Like that's just the reality of it. To be like me, it's always it's Korea. They have a thing well, against can, black people. Uh,
2: can you go back to Haiti?
1: No, I was never from Haiti.
2: I know. I'm just saying. Can you go back? Your parents are.
1: Though. Yeah, but no, we can't. Like it's just it's not a thing. No. It's and and that's what sucks. It's like where would I go? Honestly, where would I go? The Galapagos Islands. Maybe. <laughs> at this point, live amongst the trees. <laughs> Jeez. Like I'm just I don't know what to do. I, I I'm I'm always thinking I would go live on an island, but you realize people that live on islands don't really have a life. There's nothing there. Where's your progression? I live on an island. What do you do? Fish. No, <laughs> No. You know how peaceful
2: of a lifestyle that would be? That?
1: <laughs> it would be boring, but peaceful. You have no life. What's your house? That over there. What happened to it? The wind. <laughs> no. I want nothing to do with that. It would
2: be quiet and peaceful, but boring. That's pretty much it. I wouldn't mind living somewhere else.
1: Yeah, I don't mind living somewhere. I want to find a, a place, like a country that would work. And I, I want to originally go to Malaysia. but Canada. Uh, uh, with Yeah, that's the only place. Oh, Canada, you have red leaves on your flag. That's, um, you're perfect. Canada, you have curling and you make it really important, even though it's not Canada. Hockey is all you do because your basketball team stinks. Canada, Canada, you're above America. Perfect. That's what I was getting in. No? That's not. Is that is that my test. <laughs> that was it. Sing that song to the customs agents. I just have to sing that song to them. Uh, so uh, you want to come to Canada? Yes, I want to be a citizen. Okay, pass the test. Canada? No, no, they would just shoot me in the leg. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? That's my song. That's my Canada song. That's isn't that the anthem? Um. So, oh, what's up? He's. Uh, we have people that are signing in and coming in with different names. Um. But yeah, no, the, the Canada oh Canada, that song would be my entrance ticket to Canada. Is you that know what? I
2: I go check it out. I go live up there for a little bit.
1: How do I get into China then? You fly there. Oh, China, da. Chi- China. Da. Chi- <laughs> um, <laughs> um. I'm not really sure what to say right now. Is that I need? I need to know the what is the what is China's national anthem sound like? It's probably going to be horrendous. I'm sorry. It's probably going to be horrendous. Unless it's like... Do you really want me to put it up? Yeah. I, I need to hear China's uh, national anthem now.
2: Let's... Uh, <coughs> okay. All right. Um. This is the original one in Chinese.
1: Play. Loud. Hang on. Waiting. 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 And for everybody listening... We're going to have Seventy on later on. It's at 6 o'clock, actually, is when he's going to come on air. Uh, gospel rapper from California, so stay tuned. This is, this is the uh, Chinese national anthem. Can you put it up, please? I feel like I'm listening to the Nutcracker. <laughs> Okay, nope, that wasn't where it was going. <laughs> That's there that I would not even have it in me. I'd be like, look, ah, uh, I have one word. <laughs> I'm good. Cause I, I don't I don't know how to do all of that. That's a lot of work for a national There anthem. is
2: uh, something else that I would like you to listen to? Yes, hit me. <laughs> this is the Russian national anthem.
1: <laughs> this is your uh, the, um, I feel like there should be rockets going <laughs> up.
2: But yeah, that's that's compared to the American Russia American national anthem. Um, it's not
1: other national anthems are very intense. Yeah, no, I see that. Um, <clears throat> the yeah, Russian national anthem seems kind of yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it sounds like there should have been a war happening. It was a scene in a movie where the guy's running across the field like, and like, bombs are going like off. Like in slow mo, yeah. yeah <laughs> he's just running. He's running towards people. He's like, Das Boot?" No, now this is the English- American one. Well, you should find the oh. Haiti national anthem.
2: I should, should not. I? And
1: oh, Canada is just oh, Canada. The something, something. I think there's more to that. It's like a banjo.
2: Do you know the Haitian national anthem? This doesn't sound like
1: it. No. Oh, that is it. Put it up. But it's um... oh, it's a bit more musical. Yeah, this is this is the the Haitian. Whitney Houston. <laughs> you gotta find something. You Gotta find the <laughs> traditional ones. <'Cause> <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, listen, they're all musical. Oh, this this is it. Ah, uh, yeah. They, listen, there is something about Haitians and trumpets. This is like a, this is like a marching band. <laughs> this is how it is. Ah, uh, I'm I'm not even kidding. When we were younger, and this would play, we would actually try to bust the move. <laughs> Very militant.
2: uh. Do you know what they're saying? Ah, when it slowed down.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh man. All right, all right, yeah, take care, Brandon. Is uh, on the Live.me app. If you don't have the Live.me app, go get it now. Download it to your phone. It works on both Android and iOS devices. Uh, live.me is where you can find us on Gag Order Network. It's LS Gag Order Network or LS Go Network, actually. Uh, there we can talk. You get exclusive prizes. You can talk to us during the breaks. You can also reach out to some of our friends, uh, Evan Sloan, who goes with The Real Deal, or LS Jordan, local uh, talent, who happens to have some called the lit squad that is why we have ls in front of our name uh, again it's live.me that is the app that you should go download right now if you want to stay connected to us at all times um yeah the actual like anthem i don't know the words i just know there's something about something for our country we will fight hard and i just i remember as a kid it was always that like upbeat we would always try to bust the move i wonder if this is a country that's just like like just, is this one is this Russia again? Is this Russia again? <laughs> no. Who is this?
0: <laughs>
1: wow, that's a musical one. <laughs> is this? Is this? What's her name? Is this? Uh, is this? Is this? What's her name? That does Peter Pan now. I don't know. She's saying wherever you are. What was her name? She sang near, far, wherever you are. Titanic. Whitney da- Houston? Whitney Houston did not sing the song. T- oh, God. <laughs> Lady Gaga. No. Beyonce. I can't deal with you. She's Canadian.
2: Oh, oh, I know. Oh, you're Celine oh. Dion. Oh, I thought you, I thought, I was going to say Avril Lavigne.
1: You, died uh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you said Whitney Houston. You need to get your butt hurt. Um, we, listen, what is going on? We sent, we sent the links. Uh, did you, did you put the links up now?
2: <sighs>
1: I did put a link up. Yeah. Sometimes people don't see that. It's, it's on, it's on our Facebook. It's on, the Facebook. I actually shared, um,
2: shared one of his videos. It's saying that, uh, to, to follow us on Twitter or to text us or to call us or, uh, I tagged him in it. He, he liked it and, uh, if you missed it, that's your own damn fault. That's about it. Uh, we, I did it.
1: Yeah. So. What are people complaining about? No, he's like, I didn't get any of the links. What links are you talking about? Well, the links to share with people. So. Ah, uh, yeah. That's that's so happening. So you don't know the words to your own national anthem. Do you know the words to your national anthem? The American one. No. Do you know? The I'm an American citizen. citizen. Do you know? <laughs> said the man being deported. Do you, I do. do you, wow. Do you know the Russian?
2: I do not. You don't. But I am an American citizen, so technically, I know my national anthem because I learned it in school. We
1: should do a, a like a, a episode where we translate the American national anthem in our language. Well,
2: that's probably not a good idea.
1: It's probably hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably really, really hard. Or translate other national anthems to English. Yeah, but wait, think about it. What is what would uh, uh, how do you say oh, say, can you see uh, in Russian? Uh, hold on. come on, hold oh, oh, say, can you see. I don't know, hold on. Let's say American national anthem translated. And Korean it'd be oh SKUK we Nope. That's what it would be oh, say, can you see? Oh yeah, it'd be SKUK we S- oh. yeah, wow, that would be terrible. It'd be yep. long. But what would your Russian one be? Das Denim Yes, very close. Zast. <laughs> das Boot <put> Zenum vodka. Zenom Zendigas da. I'm speaking in tongues now, apparently. No, seriously, <laughs> what is uh what would how would you say oh say can you see?
2: Uh it'd mostly be like can you see it? Okay. <laughs> Oh, say, Can you see
1: it? You see it? <laughs> <laughs> so how would you how would you say can you see it? The etavidish. Who wait? What?
2: Uh, you can well it depends on where you no. pu-
1: put the the, the, the the It depends on where now. you put the stroke. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> what is that? What was the do other you, one? Do you
2: see this? Do you see this? Or the vidish etta or the etta vidish? Be, do, you it, you do you see this? Do uh, you see this? because that's how very simple and logical we are. It's like no, no. Oh, say, can you see? Can you
1: see it? Can you? Are you guys aware of this? <laughs>
2: yeah, pretty much. That's how we do things. Are
1: you guys? Are you guys paying attention to this? Do you see what I see? No, we are. I was are really- you consciously acknowledged the existence of this object? By the dawn's early light. By <laughs> Limier no um Per Limier de Mate. Um
2: by the dawn's early light. It is it's what? It's it's lit it's lit. It's lit. It's light it's lighting
1: up. <laughs> it's lit. It's, <laughs> so can you see it? It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> Russian translation is crap. <laughs> <laughs> this is hold on, wait a second. Can you see it? It's lit. <laughs> what? <laughs> this isn't very inspiring. Oh, thank you. See? Mine is all complicated. It's escale but uh, dang, escale au uh, avec lumière du matin, and that's it. Yeah, escale de lumière du matin, and you're saying it's lit. Can you see it <laughs> it's on the country's on
2: lights <laughs> the lights are on do you see them good
1: we're here <sighs> anyways um if you guys need to get a hold of us please try calling eight five seven three six six five four 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 Texas eight five seven four four five zero four two four um we are going to get ready to have our guest on. It's going to take us a couple of minutes just to make sure that we can get them on via Skype, hopefully. If that doesn't work, we're probably just going to do a phoner. So please stay tuned. Please mm-hmm. bear with us. But we will be back as soon as we can. Uh, we're gonna. You want to go to a break with one of his songs? Uh, yes, we can do that. Sure. So throw up one of his songs. Give it an intro. The song is called I'm Free. We are live. It is the Gag Order Radio Show here on the Gag Order Network. The number in studio is 857-366-5444. You can also text us at 857-445-0424. And uh, like we said, we were going to have an interview with uh, the man, the myth, the legend. I'm sorry, Dimitri, your title has been taken Aww. this week. Yes, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, Mr. 7T, he is all the way out in California. He's joining us. So if it gets choppy, we're sorry because it's raining. But uh, hopefully it doesn't really affect this phone call. Because um, no, the okay. rain totally well, affects think about internet. it. The guy from what was the country again yesterday? I mean, last week. What the, do you mean? The the artist that we had from the country, it was. Oh, he was in Chicago. And oh, he's yeah. from
2: like. Uh, he was from. Another country.
1: Switzerland? Nope.
2: Where was he from? He was from, from somewhere.
1: It was from Denmark. No, Norway. 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 He was from Norway. And he was in Chicago. And his phone still didn't work on Skype. So. He was using a phone. All okay, right. Skype. This is 0 for 2. Internet's more <laughs> dependable than the phone. Yeah, so here we go. Uh, without further ado, introducing Mr. 7T.
0: Yo, what's going on, everybody? How y'all
1: doing, man? Hey, we're good. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, man. Uh, it's an honor to get somebody like yourself on air. We, we're doing this inspirational run, so it's something that we are looking to have happen more often where we can encourage our listeners um, we can help them build more of what it is they want to do for their own lives or to help somebody around them. So uh, you're an artist that does gospel music. Um, I know that you talked to me. Uh, we had a conversation, a full-on, like, we call it fellowshipping. For all you that aren't really into uh, gospel, but it's, it's fellowshipping. We had a, a fellowship moment last night. Um, but uh, just your story, where did this all start from?
0: Well, man, um, I, I, man, where do I start? Well, when I grew up, uh, growing up, my father was a drug dealer. Um, my, my mother was a drug addict. She's, um, since been very, been clean and, and, and uh, actually about, uh, four months ago gave her heart to Jesus. I actually Amen. had the privilege of leading her to the Lord after 18 years <laughs> of,
1: oh, uh,
0: of, uh, living for God. So, uh, this year marks 19 years, um, it really started... I was a creaster growing up, bro. So what that means is I went to uh, to church on Christmas and Easter. I was a Catholic. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I didn't really know nothing about the gospel. Um, I just knew Jesus was hanging on a cross. I, I didn't understand any of that. And uh, when I was 12 years old, my mother came into my room. She was high on meth. And she said that uh, um, she got a vision from God to take me to a church down the street. It was about three blocks away. And so we went... Um, I didn't understand what they were doing, waving flags and banging tambourines, but I knew that they had a smile on their face. It was different than when I smiled. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: there was so, a genuine kind of Yeah, it was It was
0: different. We, we smiled when people got beat up. We <laughs> smiled when dirty jokes were told. You feel me? Yeah. They had something different, which now I know is joy. You feel me? Now I know is joy. So um, that was my first encounter with Jesus, man. And uh, I gave my heart to the Lord at 12. My parents divorced at 13. And uh, uh, basically lived how I wanted until I was seventeen. I was a junior in high school, and a friend came to me, said that God told him we were going to rap the Bible together. This was back in nineteen ninety eight, and really? uh, yeah, man, I uh, rededicated my life. Me and him did our first Christian rap album. It wasn't really popular back then. Um, that's how it started, and then I just I, I went from there. And now it's been uh, this year marks nineteen years. Nineteen ninety
1: eight. Wow, it's hard to even say that number, huh? yeah, that's it just but it <laughs> feels like a lifetime like, ago for some people it feels like a lifetime ago, but I remember ninety eight vividly, yeah. <laughs> and now he's saying nineteen there's a nineteen year old out there, yep that no like just uh, uh, <laughs>
0: feel you old yet uh, I, I i well my oldest my oldest son is fourteen, he'll be fifteen this year you know i i'll be thirty six so been married fifteen years this April, God bless lived a little.
1: That's awesome. I I will have been married not ever. Um Negative, <laughs> uh, I <will> have, <laughs> listen, I will have been engaged yeah. three times, right? Like um, that <laughs> doesn't count. Uh, it, oh it, what God. almost doesn't count? I thought that's what doesn't the song say almost doesn't count? <laughs> it, I thought Brandy and Monica saying that. No, I'm wrong. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, what am oh, I? Man. Um you I don't this is Dimitri, you're fun and fancy free. Um wow. <laughs> but uh as far as, as uh your music goes. Is it just because I know a lot of people, they don't like to be categorized as gospel. They like to say I'm inspirational where they can, <laughs> ha, you know, lean either way where it doesn't have to be. Uh, it could be like R. Kelly's I Believe I Can Fly. Not necessarily a gospel oh, song, oh. but people take it as that. What where, where are you? Do you identify as I'm, a gospel artist? I'm
0: a, I'm a Christian rapper, bro. I, I'm a minister. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't I don't ever leave the gospel out of my music. You'll hear it, and you'll know it's the gospel. Um, I speak about real-life situations, but I'm not a I'm not a Bible thumper. You know what I mean? I don't go bullying people with the Bible, um, but I, I walk it out, man. My music is, is Christian music, bro, and I'm not afraid of that. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not here to try to figure out how to uh, get into certain lanes because it's not acceptable to be called a Christian anything. Yeah. I'm a Christian. You feel me? I'm a Christian, period. So, yeah, man. I, I wear that with pride. I really do.
1: Well, I mean, it's great that you wear being a, a Christian with pride. And like we, like I said, we spoke last night. Um, one of the other things that you brought up was the fact that you like to minister more than you are an artist. Now, oh, yeah. explain the difference to people. Or uh, actually explain yeah. more the comparison to people. Because I think people are aware of the difference and what it means to be a minister and stay in the pulpit. Uh-oh. What happened? Oh, bro, yesterday. Uh, what it means to be a minister and stay in the pulpit and um be an artist? Could you explain that?
0: Yeah, let me let me explain it, bro. Jesus, let's just Jesus, is our ultimate example, right? Yeah. So, so that's I have to go there. I can't really I can say what I do, but I but my life is a reflection supposed to be a reflection of what he's done. So when you look at Christ, you know he he talked to people, man. He he didn't he didn't hey he didn't do a song and dance you feel what I'm saying yeah when, when he stood on the Mount of Olives and he get and he gave the Sermon on the Mount he did he, bro when he gave the Sermon on the Mount he did not do a song and dance he spoke truth he related to the people he he, he talked to their level he he gave them truth and without that you're not a minister
1: yeah it's without it's... that
0: you're not a minister without that you're a singer you're a whatever else so. The, the comparison to an artist, an artist will do songs and then have a story to tie to the song and that's it. But a minister is sensitive to the time, the era, where they're at, what people are going through, what their struggles are. And, you're, and the music is just a tool, like a segue to get to the meat. You understand what I'm saying? That's like an appetizer to get to the main course. And so the main course is, man, when you're, you're talking about people, about their everyday life. And so music can do that to an extent, um, but conversation does it, does it with no, but nothing else can, you know? Yeah. So, all right.
1: If, if that's the case, do you feel as though you're, let's see, do you feel as though your ministry benefits from the fact that you're an artist? Or, it, it's more, do you feel as though you're showing vindication of your ministry through your artistry, or is it because of your, Ministry, you are able to be an artist.
0: I see what you're saying. Um, If I wasn't a, I'll just say it like this: If I wasn't a minister, I wouldn't be an artist.
1: Ah, okay. If I
0: wasn't, if I wasn't a minister, bro, I'd be, I'd be doing something else with my life. (laughs) Really? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'd be something else. So, like for instance, they they call people in the industry artists. You know, but I remember the era of gangster rap music when it was really happening. You know, Tupac really died from bullet holes, bro, yeah, you understand know what i'm saying so so they were when they said they were gangster rappers, I remember the era when they really were banging while they were doing that, so they weren't trying to be artists; they were just trying to live out who they were in the street on tape. Do you see what i'm saying yeah, so so, yeah, man, if I wasn't a minister, bro, I would just be like every everything else. Uh, that you do out there, whether it be football basketball whatever um yeah man i wouldn't i wouldn't be doing anything <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm
1: just I, I'm thinking because it's like it's such a unique story to to i mean there were personal things that we talked about yesterday, but it's such a unique story for you to have gone from having a not so much jaded but a troubled background to where you are now and be so positive to be so focused on this is uh, ministry that I'm leading but the music happens to be an accoutrement to it it's it is just so different to see that it's inspiring in a sense that you said I have this fire that I, I kind of have in my life now and I'm taking it and because of it my craft is being developed more but at the same time do you feel as that uh, feel as though that may be a hindrance do you feel like you're not able to expand more as an artist because of where you're
0: in the industry? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um I yeah, I don't think the industry embraces real life, bro.
1: That's true.
0: I don't think they embrace real life. I think the industry embraces fantasy. And here's the truth. If I sit down at the table with my family, my wife, my kids, and we have dinner together, am I a Christian guy who eats dinner or am I just having dinner, bro? Yeah. See, we want to we want to put labels on everything and we want to live a fantasy. Look, man, I've argued at my dinner table. I've cried at my dinner table. I've laughed at my dinner table. There's a lot of things that's happened at my dinner table, but the dinner don't make me. Just like music don't make me. I've cried in my music. I've laughed in my music. I've come hard in my music, but the music don't make me. It's just a, it's just dinner, baby. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? And the world don't want the world don't want to don't want to don't want that realization they want to live in a fantasy they want to run from their problems they want to run from the reality that bills come in they want to run from all that yeah they want to live in this cloud and 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 inadvertently what happens is when they live that way on the screen you have people who are ignorant that aren't being raised by their parents right Believing what's on the tv screen so even if you call those the the media on their stuff they'll say well it's just entertainment but it's not just entertainment for the kid at home who has no parents yeah that's their their
1: guidelines it's their blue book I mean, yes, playbook. That
0: looper, bro. so for me, I, I feel like I feel like I'm combating a whole culture, a mindset of and trying to bring back what's true. And what's true is family values, What's true is morals. You know, I'm thirty five, bro. And I went through early on my my uh, search for identity. Everybody's searching for that. But when you really find that, man, Christ is my identity. Amen. Everything flows from there now. See, I don't work for acceptance; I work from acceptance. I don't work for approval; I work from approval. So everything that I do now is from a place of security. It's not out of insecurity. Yeah. All right. That
1: makes sense. I like it. Um. So, how do you? All right. So for me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm <laughs> listen. I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a religious person. But how do you describe your music, or what do you hear from people? Because Dimitri's not really religious. But, no, I'm not. So, how do you describe your music or, or get somebody like Dimitri to get into your music? What is it that you think well, catches them?
0: Yeah, well, there, you know, there's a couple different ways that you can approach, quote unquote, the market, right? I, I really do prefer word of mouth, um, it's, it's what I love the most because I'd rather have a casual conversation with somebody and, and them not know that I do music. And and we get to like each other. We get to know each other. And then they find out later and and they're more receptive. Whereas if you go on a radio program and don't nobody know who you are. Yeah, it's just it's a coin flip. You don't know what the perception of the person is that's listening. So here's what I would say. Since I have this opportunity, here's what I would say. I would say don't filter this through your past. Oh, I I would say if you if you hear me as a Christian, you say, oh, he's a Christian rapper. Don't think about your grandfather who misused you. Don't think about the pastor who did something wrong to you. Don't think about all the issues that you've had, because what you're doing is you're cutting off an opportunity to be blessed because you're holding on to something that's dead. You know what I'm saying? So you need to grab a hold of something that's living. So what I would say is for somebody who's not religious is you ain't got nothing to lose by listening. But if you but if you're good, but if you're going to filter through pain and let's be real, if you're going to filter through pain, you, you won't let nobody in. No Christian, no person, no nothing. But if you if you open up and you let go of that stuff, man, then you'll find a pleasant surprise on the other side. You'll find peace. You'll find joy. You'll find life. You'll find restoration. Come on, man. Don't make me preach on air, bro. <laughs> don't make me preach on you, air, sh-
1: you, bro. Should see, you should you see. You should see his face as he's doing it. He's starting to lean in. And I go, oh, I know what that is. Uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's right before somebody that's that's gonna, goes and pulls out the bad one goes, I got a passage real quick. No, Look, I just no, want to do one real it. quick.
0: I'm just going to keep it real with you, though, man, like. I'm not here to try to make you change, you know. I'm not, but but you know your own discriminations and your own prejudices will keep you from being blessed.
1: Amen. That makes sense to me. Amen. See, and it's just, it's different. This is why I love our show because we have such there's such a a dichotomy between the two of us. It's just completely two different worlds, mm. but then we work well together. So do we? This th- is the first time I'm hearing about. Well, it. I mean, kinda. <laughs> I mean, the place hasn't caught fire yet. Yes. Although the insurance is, you know. <laughs> anyways. Anyways, um, but no, we, the place hasn't caught fire yet. So I think we're doing all right. Um, but it's just, we can actually talk to somebody and he's not, he's not looking at it going, like, oh, God, here's this. He's looking at it like, oh, this is really, that's interesting. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. It's an interesting right. way to, to view it. And it's because he represents the other part of the audience. The, the audience right. that's receptive, they just don't know what it is they're, Supposed to be receptive. Right.
0: Like look, like I I rarely wear like Jesus on my chest, if that makes sense. So I wear Nike. I wear Adidas. (laughs) I wear different brands. But I won't be walking around with like a Jesus shirt, right? It might have a scripture on it, but it but it ain't gonna be like bam. So like one of the things I like to do, I, I love the gym. I go to the gym, I work out all the time, every morning, early. So I don't go in the gym and Every every time I press a rep, I'm, in Jesus' name. <laughs> I, you know
2: what like, <laughs> One, in Jesus' that's name. Two, in Jesus' crazy,
0: name. Bro. You feel what I'm saying? So <laughs>
2: Jay, I, I think that's something you do, isn't it?
1: Bruh.
0: bruh. I've seen people do it, bro. I'm like, come on, man. You make it, you make it look bad. So anyway, so but what I will do, what I will do is is I'll be in there without a workout partner. You feel me? And, and I'll grab somebody who I don't know, yeah. and I'll ask them to spot me. And what that ends up creating, I can't see your face now. What that ends uh. up creating is that creates a, a conversation. And through that, I just we just get to know each other, man. Most of the people I, I try to run with there are new people who don't know Christ because this walk is tough. It's like anything. You know, you don't walk into a job and know everything about a job. You're not going to become a Christian and know everything about faith. It takes time, bro. It's a process. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: Indeed, man. I just – oh, man. I'm just imagining – I you,
0: man. Y'all are frozen. Can you hear me? I got you now. Go ahead.
1: All right, yeah. So what I was saying is I, I think the, the more humorous moment was uh, just the – one in Jesus' name. <laughs> that just hit me because I know I have friends that are like that. So it just no, hit me God so loud. Him. God bless uh, uh, Listen, how about Jesus build a fence when they're running on the treadmill? Loud. <laughs>
0: Bruh. Man. And you know why? Hey, you know why people think we're weird? Because they would think somebody was weird if they were running on a treadmill saying, Just do it. Just do <laughs> it. <laughs> screaming Nike. They think they was weird, too. That's that true.
1: Too, it's, yeah, it has nothing to do with the content. It's just no. why are you doing that?
0: No, uh, you, you crazy man.
1: Uh, that is great. No, um, so uh, <laughs> everybody, everybody that's really just uh tuning in, uh, I'm on with 7T. He's a, a gospel artist, a Christian rapper. Um, his project has been out for a while, but he has a new one that's coming out, a mixtape that's coming out, and. I'm really, I'm more likely to push this mixtape. I mean, granted, go listen to his older project. It's it's awesome. We've been playing music from it, but um, his mixtape that is coming out is, uh, how do I put it? It's 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 supporting a cause. It's supporting a very important cause. Uh, J D. Pickett Smith happens to be doing the same thing. I think <laughs> Ashton Kutcher has spoken on this before. Like, it's just it's one of those things that people have been noticing more and more in recent years. And it's great to have an artist in this field really talking about it. I'm gonna let him say it in his own words because I don't know because I know how I would describe yeah. it, but yeah. he's really the leader of the project. Um, I mean the inspiration behind this mixtape. It's a dark one, but it's a you're doing a good thing. You're trying to combat something. Do you want to yes. let people know?
0: Yeah, yeah. I have a really good friend of mine by the name of John Shabaglian, and his wife started a foundation called made for them and what she does is she actually has a clothing line she rescues women from human trafficking and then she turns them into models and they have actual uh showcases where they model clothing and stuff and it's big here in fresno powerful stuff um well that inspired me you know that inspired me I, i i don't know a whole lot about like everything that goes on in that world um but they put a burden on my heart for people who are being trapped uh, you know trapped in human trafficking so i felt the lord put it on me to say you know what do a mixtape um and let's and let's partner with an organization that actually knows about this stuff that that is out there doing this stuff because you know you can't do everything you yeah. know you can't be, you can't do it but you could do your part and so um i i ran into a, an organization by the name of Rafa House in Joplin Missouri i did a tour back in november they ended up having me out and um and i i met the owners And love their heart, love their vision. And I just really felt like that was the connection I needed to make. So um, I've had this mixtape in my heart for over a year and actually a year and a half. I recorded most of it a year and a half ago. And so it's, you know, I've sat on it, waited and it was just time. And so uh, what we're doing is 100 percent of the proceeds are going to go to the Rafa house to help rescue people from human trafficking. Um and then the other side of it is the content in the mixtape. I have one song on the mixtape that actually talks about human trafficking. Yeah. Um, but the rest of the content is geared towards group homes. And so we're going to try to distribute as many albums through like teen challenge and men's group oh, homes that are recovering wow. addicts and things like that. Um so they can have content that they can really listen to, you know what I mean? So um it serves two purposes, man. That's that, that's kind of the goal of the mixtape and It's small now because, you know, this is the first time I'm doing it. But I believe in time that it it can grow into something that God could really use.
1: We have people here that work um, for actual treatment homes and facilities. Um, Oh, my goodness. We actually have a show that's coming back.
0: That's been a big bulk of my ministry over the 19 years I've been doing ministry is, you know, juvenile halls, group homes uh, and recovery homes. Like I've done that for a very long time. So I have a, a heart for people who are addicted coming off of meth and coming off of drugs, trying to get their life right. And I believe music has a huge impact to their healing process um, and what they put in their ear for sure. You, know what
1: I'm oh, you are listen right now what you're doing is you're speaking to like a personal part of my life right now Like there's a <laughs> there's like a person a subject matter in my life You are speaking to and that is yes. huge That's why we have programs on the network that are geared towards that and we have helped Amen. and we have created like networks here And and it's led to bringing establishments from Florida and uh, everything here and in the city moving on creating awareness programs And just, yes, we've yes. done huge things here and you're speaking to that audience and that's something that I would oh, love to get you in touch with some of these people that's... yeah I would love to
0: man and you know what just to go circle back real quick to the whole like artist Christian that's the difference between ministry and artistry bro you know some people will give a good to a good cause and I'm not exhaust exalting myself so I don't want to be misunderstood
1: mm-hmm.
0: I am not saying I'm better than artists mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying every I'm not saying that what I'm saying is there's the difference is how you expand the kingdom, mm-hmm. which is humanitarian, which is you're reaching people who, and really making a difference in communities and societies and not just like trying to get people to listen to your music. Do you understand exactly. what I'm saying? It, it has to be more than that. You have to be involved. So that way then the music becomes more like an ancillary product. So I don't know if you, how much you know about business, but if you go inside of a shoe store, they sell you the shoe. But then they'll try to sell you the shoe cleaner.
1: Exactly. Right. Exactly. So the shoe
0: cleaner is just an ancillary product to the shoe. Yep. So the same thing with us. Our cause is to help people be restored, bro. At the end of the day, we want restored lives. I don't care if you're a millionaire and you got greed in your heart. We want to help you not be greedy. I don't care <laughs> if you're locked up in a prison. We want to help you to get away from your, you know, your your lack of identity and looking for it in all these wrong places. So it it, it expand. It goes across every culture, every background. We want to see people restored. Through the gospel, period in the story, and then the music is an ancillary product. That's it.
1: Yeah, and and to speak to that, you do uh, minister from time to time. It looks like from your car. Um, you oh, do... bro, <laughs> <laughs> from my car. <laughs> it looks. <laughs> That's funny. I'm just saying. I, I see like videos that go up. I'm like, is he in his car? Is he preaching from Eric. his car? <laughs> is that Preach what you, you do?
0: Car, I do. Yeah, man. Uh, about six months ago. I started preaching from my car and uh, I felt like felt like I needed to just, you know, break down some scriptures. People always have questions about scriptures and, you know, I try to tie it into daily living and, and, you know, how they can apply that that week. Every Monday and uh, Thursday morning, 730 uh, Pacific Standard Time. Um, And, you know, it's crazy because since I started doing that, I had probably maybe six thousand uh, followers on my facebook page and it's grown to almost seventeen thousand. just people just sharing and it's church it's been pretty, yeah it's, it's church man it's, it's been church
1: because it's it's basically everyone that needs to hear something especially those if you're because your time when you're saying six or seven around here that's three hours so that's 10 o'clock yep. and a lot of times yep. what people don't realize in the community uh when you're getting out of a detox they let you out midday and then if you have nowhere to go you're in trouble again yeah. <laughs> so having somewhere to turn your ear to your phone, instead of reaching out to that, the, to the pusher, instead of reaching out to the problem and you have somebody like 17 actually preaching to you, just say, look, I know your world. I'm talking to you Bruh. heart to heart. That's bigger. That's bigger than anything because he's at least a home for you where you're at. And then you find what you need because that community is helping one another. That community yeah, is man. encouraging one another. That community is looking to make sure that the next brother can eat or is taking care for that night. So somebody in that group is going to help you get to the next spot. Yeah.
0: That's right, man. And just a little testimony. I did a video probably about a month ago, and I actually address – it's called Enough. And I actually addressed, you know, dealing with drugs and addiction and things like that. And I got a video Facebook call from a gentleman after that video who was called me crying, had a, a big black trash bag full of weed, bro. And he was flushing it down the toilet.
1: Really? Now, I know a lot of people in Colorado just shut us off. Um, But <laughs> <laughs> they're like,
0: why would he waste that kind of... <laughs> all that money down the toilet? Down the drain.
1: <laughs> there are people yeah, there are people that are genuinely like screaming.
0: But <laughs> like, yo, but the truth is, that was his conviction.
1: Exactly. That was
0: his problem. That, and and he had a he had a heart change, man. And he was he was felt like he shouldn't be doing it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly. Just like, you know, the rich man that's being baptized in the muddy waters. Like it's one of those things. You just <laughs> yeah. you have to <laughs> look where your blessing is is where you go. Your you heart's gonna, gonna scream to you. Exactly. <laughs>
0: That's good. Man. Oh That's
1: man, good. if you, if you guys are all like, because I I do this from time to time where I do bring up scripture, I do I have a religious anecdote or something. Um, you guys ever wonder, like, if you ever just want to talk, that this is why we do shows like this. These are counterparts of me. These are things that make Gag Order what it is. If it were something technology based, it'd be more Dimitri's field. It, this is something where I'm more in the spiritual and musical realm. This yeah. is me. So if you want to see. What runs through my mind? What makes me or or adds to my character as a person? It's artists like 7T. So what you should do is, in a sense, reach out to him. Watch the videos. Get involved. Learn a bit about it. And then it will bring you closer to the show. It will let you understand why some of our jokes go over more than other jokes. Why Dimitri and I have the dichotomy that we do as partners and friends. Like, there's a lot to us. And a lot of it has to go into what we consume. And music and messages and ministries like this is what I consume. Mm-hmm. So take a listen to it. Take a second, especially to uh, – obviously, there's a great cause that he's working with now. So take a moment to share it. Help us out by sharing it. Help us out by showing him love. Uh, get on the different media apps that you guys use because there's a lot of social media apps that we're not aware of. We just became you know aware of the live.me one, but we're good to work with big people on it. So I'm happy about that. Sure. Um, but, yeah, you definitely want to just – get involved in his music and his ministry. Cause his ministry is like learning a bit about me and which means you're learning a bit more about what gag order really means. When we say progressive media, when we say we're the go network, that going forward notion, yeah. that's what we stand for. So just yeah. take a moment and really listen to him. Um, but let people know where they can find your music.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Um, real quick. I did want to say this, uh, uh, real Christians. Amen. And what I mean by that is people who truly walk out the faith can have real conversation. Yep. They're mature. They can have real conversation. They're not shallow Christians who are new. You got to be patient with them y'all because <laughs> they don't know what they're saying half the time. But people who've been walking this walk for a while, you could find them and they're good. they are they could talk to you about football. They could talk to you about what's going on in the world. They could talk to you about politics. They could talk to you about all kinds of stuff. They're just going to have a biblical view. So, you know, it's it's not hard. So I just want to make sure that that's clear, that, you know, let's not let's not be.
1: Oh, you know what we should say? Uh, there is there was this one thing because we uh, again, we fellowship last night. There was one thing that we um, <laughs> it was kind hold of. On, this,
0: hold on, bro. Hold on. Yeah, I wanted to, before you do that. Hold on. So Dimitri, right? Yeah. Here, here's a question for you. OK. OK. How would you like it if I said the entire world was like Charles Manson?
2: I would ask you to explain.
0: Meaning, if I said, because Charles Manson does what he done, then the entire world must be like him. Um, would, that, would that make sense? Probably not, no. So this is what I would say to the world. Just because you see a crazy Christian, <laughs> we ain't all like him. We ain't all like him. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs>
2: You feel me? But 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 Jay's crazy. Does that count? I'm not crazy. I'm hey, eccentric. You called him your friend. That's you, man. <laughs> no, no, no. He called himself
1: that. I never said that. He called himself that. So, so uh,
0: anyways, what would you say, bro? I
1: oh, just wanted to say that. it was just the um, because uh, a lot of people always ask, "Why did God allow this? Why did why is this happening?" And oh, last yeah, night yeah. we we were in the middle of a conversation, and it's the faith is the acceptance of the absoluteness of not knowing.
0: Mm, That's good, man.
1: You have to go, I don't know, and I have to accept that. If you have faith in God and you say, God is all, like, everything I do is in God, and in God I trust. Everything I do is led by Him. In the Spirit I follow. The fruits of my life are what I have faith in. That's, so basically, my foundation, everything that is in my life, my foundation is based on faith, is based in the word in scripture. So that means everything that I produce, therefore, is because of that word in scripture that I consume and I exude. Right? Meaning, if, it, if something bad happens, you don't know why it happened. You just don't know. You go, you know what? That's him. Got to let it slide. <laughs> like, I, I or, just gotta hey, I go got to go with I, it. I
0: got an answer for that, too. I got an answer for that. What's so, that? something a little more practical, too. Mm-hmm. So, you would never know the taste of victory without the without the potential of defeat. Amen. All true. right? So, if you get an offensive team on the he football said true. field. I mean, no. I mean, a of, <laughs> well, you it logically, a makes sense. Team on the football field, and the defensive says, "Ah, let's just walk off the field. Y'all could have the touchdown. You yep. ain't even going to step back on the field. It won't taste as sweet." So, see, if you don't, it's all perspective. If you don't know pain, if there's no potential of pain, then you don't know the, the what it feels like to be healed. If if you don't, if there's no potential of fake, then you don't know what it means really to be real. Do you see what I'm saying? Yep. So, it, it, it's it, even though now one would say, "Well, then you're saying it." pain is needed in order to experience good things no i'm saying to you that look at it on the other side to experience good things there has to be risk yep. to experience good things to know the value of life there has to be a potential of death it just it that's just the way things work and that's what we don't understand that's what we don't understand but here's what i do know i love my wife to death okay Aww. love her to death but we argue sometimes <laughs> but we argue sometimes and sometimes i don't like her Okay, but if I don't like her, and then I think about, man, what if she was to be gone? All of a sudden, I'm in love with her again. Do you
1: see that? Exactly.
0: Do you see that? So it's it's the craziness of life, man. It's very practical, man. You can't have victory without defeat, without potential defeat. It doesn't work.
2: I'm, I call that psychology, but okay.
1: But that's exactly what it is. It's the psychology it to is. it. yeah. It, it, religion, especially in Christianity, has always led to the fundamentals of your life, to live in accordance with a certain law, and understanding, how to be a better person, how to just always be the better person in the situation.
0: Well, it's, well the, the, the difference too, bro, is, is the morality, the moral, moral life that you gain in Christianity... It, it, it affects the psychology. It, it, it's like, you know, it's like uh, the ingredients that really make psychology have meaning. Amen. Otherwise, you just have psychology. Amen. You just have, well, whatever I believe. But it's, it's moral. It's, it's, it's about having a moral value. And, and if you don't have a set of moral values in your life, if they're not based on why you were truly created, then you're, you're, you're living a halfway life. Because, you know, if I'm living for my car...
1: Then that's pretty shallow to me. <laughs> yeah, true. It's 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 your it's that pseudo question of what's the meaning of life. It's that existentialism. Right, exactly. That existentialism love that it, everybody man. has. I love this dialogue, bro. Yeah, this this is what we do on the show. And now we have a million fans. No,
2: anyways, <laughs> <laughs> my answer is that there's no meaning. I, like
1: I'm always gonna be off. that.
0: People are like I I don't like debates. I'm tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> go back
1: to yeah, they're gonna be like go back to making fun of Donald. Go back go back to singing the national oh, anthems. Um, but no, let people know where they can find your music. Yes,
0: yes. so um, you can go to on any of the social media sites. You can search at boy, datboy, d a t b o y the number seven the letter T. You could also go to my website, which is www dot net. YouTube, you can search at dabboy 7 at seventy. So it's all linked. Okay. If you go to if you go to my uh if you go to the website, you'll be able to find my Facebook page. You'll be able to find my YouTube page. Uh, Facebook page is down tagged at the bottom. YouTube pages is uh you'll see the, all the videos are on there. You can click them, um and then it, you get all the information at DabBoy.net. That's the easiest place to go to.
1: That's great. And so what we'll do is we'll share that. Too. Absolutely. Um, and just for everybody, and also this is probably going to be something new to, to uh, 7T as well. Uh, hopefully, maybe, uh, if not tomorrow, hopefully in the next week, I'm uh, looking to get the 7T on the real deal. With Evan Sloan out there in California. All right. Um, That way you'll be on the Live.me app with 664,000 followers. So you'll have a different audience to also talk to, hopefully, getting them involved. And uh, he's an actor out there in California. So that'd be really great for you. That's one of our Gag Order team members. So having you out there working with him would be great. Um, And it's in your backyard. So (laughs) that works even better. Maybe maybe we'll see his face more often. Maybe. That'd be great. But um, I'm genuinely
0: become a radio personality.
1: Be a rapper and a radio person. Look at Charlemagne the God, right? Look at that. <laughs> look, look at how that works out. And Nick Cannon, how did that go? Oh yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh my God, don't
0: do that. Bro. Oh my God, just <laughs> just let that let that one sit.
1: Let that one sit. Um, but. Uh, we genuinely do thank you for coming on air with us. Um, no I doubt. love having this conversation, uh, at least being able to open up and expose a, p- a part of my psyche, a part of who I am to the audience. But then having somebody that also knows what I'm talking about and you're right. showing it through your music and your work. So it's great. Uh awesome. Again, would, if I be able,
0: would I be able to share a verse off of the uh, new project? Bro? Well,
1: I was going to do that. You see, you got to let me do my segues. <laughs> see, oh, he's Jesus. like the 10th artist that's done this. That. like, I, I talk a lot, but it's because I'm setting it up. It's got to be on a cushion. You don't want to just hey, jump out the press, window. Okay, let's
0: rewind this part, <laughs> edit this part of the video. And so. we're done. Everybody go home. <laughs> All right.
1: So basically, <laughs> um, I was going to say, if you want to hear more from 7T, uh, he is, again, live on his Facebook every Monday and Thursday. At seven, six or seven a.m. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Pacific. Pacific. So that means it is ten thirty hour time. I Eastern thought it was specifically at seven. Okay, no, it's it, that's specifically, <laughs> and you need to leave. Um. But just in case you don't have the opportunity to hear them this upcoming week, and this is where I was going to segue, we would like to hear a live verse from you. Oh, Lord. There you go. See how that goes? That's how that was going to work. That's professionalism right there. (laughs) (laughs) So with that being said, could you please break us off with something?
0: Yeah, man. I'm going to actually be shooting a video for the title track of the Keep It Ben Frank album uh, featuring Seven, uh, Buck Barnabas, Jay Monty. Um, man, it has all kinds of people on it It's going to be great um, But it, this is a verse off of that song called Keep It Been Frank It goes like this, look Y'all listening to the same old Message wrapped in the same old Presentation like day old bread But you know that they don't package it with some new kicks, put a few chicks in a new whip, shoot it through every news clip until you believe that's what cool is? Why you think they go through this? So you can know what the truth is? The truth is they gonna use this so they can keep y'all feeling stupid like I ain't got what they got. So my life just must be useless. So you still rob and kill for it. Listen to how that sounds. That's foolish, boy. Y'all don't want me to run game on these fake dudes with their fake chains, fake grills, and their fake dames all tatted up with their fake names. God forbid you awake, man. And see what the chef gon' bake, man Mix a wounded gangster with a little money Put him in the oven, cake pain I see y'all stuck in the daydream Suck it into their waste streams They don't want me out here speaking about what they leaking out of their HD Wheezy Drake, and Katy Perry 50 Drake and Shady They speak lies in their weak rhymes Ben Frank, that's why they hate me uh, That's it
1: That's dope I'm sorry, I had a moment <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said, listen, cake pains I had a moment <laughs> I had a moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's hot. That's hot. and <laughs> there's such a thing as a clean rapper. Uh, everybody's lazy. I'm serious. Yeah. Rappers nowadays hey, are so man, hold lazy. Up, no.
0: Hold up, though. No. Hold up, though. If we got another moment, I'll give you guys some bars, bro. I'll give you bars. Listen. Look at it. Bars. <laughs> hey, oh boy. Bars. Look it. Got to focus on the inches when you're measured by the ruler, and it matters how you finish when you're living like a duel We'll be caught up in the sky. Taken by Yeshua, call him Marty Mick Fly. He's coming back from the future like a table with no legs. These Aiders can't stand me. I'm just making lemonade out the lemons that they hand me. From a whole different planet that surpasses understanding. Like I'm spitting Mars bars. And I ain't talking candy. Eat the beat like pac Man. I ain't talking Manny. Be it what it may, I ain't talking fanny. You could keep the accolades, boy. I ain't talking Grammys. These idols ain't Jack's son. And I ain't talking Randy. I'll keep it there. <laughs>
1: All right, all right. Hold on, did you not get the last line? <laughs> these are say Jackson. Like Jackson, Jackson, Randy Jackson. Dope. Alright, you know what? If you <laughs> are listen uh,
2: Jay, it does
1: it get it gets worse when you have to explain. Yeah. Yo, you don't know understand. He said these are just bars that he has. That's dope. These are just <laughs> bars that he has. That's dope. I Absolute, listen, man. He is musicians that aren't lazy. Yeah. Creative. And we talk about this all the time. We appreciate real musicians. Hey,
0: Hey, hey, Pharisees like to argue over spiritual affairs like a snake after bunnies. They just keep on splitting hairs. Okay, I'm done. I'm done.
2: <laughs> yeah. See, if we I'm give him done. another minute, he's
1: gonna keep going. He's gonna have a whole, gonna, I'm done. <laughs> we're gonna do I'm an exclusive mixtape. can't go to an exclusive mixtape. Three hours you, later,
0: man. Allow me to be on the show. Hey, I really appreciate y'all for real. Man.
1: No, man. Thank Absolutely. you very much again. uh Go to datboy.net. Find out more about his music. Share it where you can. Support the project. The mixtape's name, actually. Say it again. Keep it Ben Frank. Keep it Ben Frank. And make sure that you guys pay attention. He's going to have the video dropping soon. That's going to be awesome. Share it when you get it. Make it hype. Uh, what does everyone say? Keep it lit. <laughs> make it lit. Um, but, yeah, no, honestly, thank you very much for coming on there. Thank you for sharing a moment with us, letting us no really problem, man. delve into who don't, you are.
0: Go connect with me on Facebook, too. Look up 7T, S-E-V-E-N-T love y'all man i hope to see you soon man i love you my brother
1: yep love you too guys and also we're gonna make sure that you get on with evan sloan real deal out there in california and yep. with that being said is gonna cut to a quick break we will be back to sign off We are back. It is the Order Radio Show here on the Order Network. Yeah, we're running a little late, but it is what it is. It was a great... We can do what we want. Yeah, we can do what we want. We do what we want. But it was um, that was fun. Yeah, it was. It was a real He's fun... a really cool guy. Yeah, it was a real fun interview slash fellowship with uh, 7T out in California. Hopefully, you guys on the live me app will see him pretty soon with uh, the real deal, Evan Sloan. Um, and for us... Like it was just it was just great having him on air he's got a project out there it's uh Ben real franklin um you need to make sure that you guys help out the mixtape share because again it's going towards the cause of helping with human trafficking and it's the cessation of human trafficking not assisting human trafficking it's right. the cessation of human trafficking and it goes out to uh support homes uh, for teen challenge and and addiction and so on but uh we are getting ready to wrap up so for all the musicians that have submitted music to us in the past um, we have been busy however however because of new partnerships that we've developed in uh, our recent months or so there's an opportunity that we are working on for you guys where we will get you guys seen and heard by legitimate management groups um, that have the ability to put you on national artist tours huh. so that's what we're going to be doing for the artists so when we tap you on the shoulder and say share the music and get back out there please understand that it is with that in mind it's with the helping you get to the next step in your career in mind um but uh, yeah eh, we're gonna be on live me this weekend um probably gag or uh it's gonna be ls go network will be on live me dimitri might be on under his name yep um just make sure that you guys reach out to us. We are also looking to have new guests on next week and hopefully some prizes to give away. Uh, Gag order. We do what we want whenever we want. Basically, we're having new shows come on pretty soon. So shout out to the new programs that are going to be starting up. We really have also a nerd show that's going to be starting up for you guys that are interested. Uh, nerd relationship and sex advice show. Um so you guys may wait, want wait, to wait so to nerds <laughs> need relationship tips? Yeah, and sex advice. Um since when? With Becca Sin. Oh so, uh, with Becca you guys, with Becca Sin. Also we're gonna be going to uh, packs, so make sure that you guys pay attention to that. Make sure you share everything we send you. Because we may get video game codes and give it out to you we guys. We go in the packs. We go in the packs. packs. Um. Yeah. And with that being said, uh, until next week or maybe midweek, who knows? Or whenever we feel like it. Yep. Basically. I'm Jay. I'm Dimitri. And we are the Gagwood Radio Show, coming to you live every time we say we are live. Okay. Bye. Bye.